Welcome to episode two of the FOMO cast. Uh, I'm Chris with my co-host here, Arnaldo. Present. We have a very jam-packed show for you, uh, especially with everything happening today, especially. Um, we're going to go over the Fire Festival, which if you don't know what it is, you're going to find out pretty quickly. Big failure. How bad it was. Um, we got trailers for Kingsman. Ow. Defenders. Yeah. And Dark Tower. Ooh. And then we have some video gaming news with the Injustice 2 releasing the uh, character of the Joker. You have the Nintendo 2DS XL, and you have the Super Nintendo Entertainment System Mini. Mini. Um, and then we're going to finish it out with the Guardians of the Galaxy 2, well, Volume 2. Yes. We're going to go over our expectations. We're both seeing it Friday different times, but uh, very excited. So Yes, nonetheless, we will watch it. Around the same time, so we're going to both have a fantastic evening, I can say that for sure. It's going to be awesome. So let's kick it off, Chris. So um, I've heard about this fire festival a long time ago. Um, It was all over TMZ, and I was like, oh, hey, look, another festival. I'm like, whatever. And then they they, they geared it as this rich kid festival. Mm -hmm. The Coachella alternative for the wealthy and the elite. So they're spending, you know, upwards of. I mean, there's some people spent twelve grand on this. It was between four and twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, but I heard even some were paying even more um, for even more exclusive uh, of an experience. Now, I personally don't understand the allure. Uh, now, it, it, it is what it is, right? <laughs> I mean, I could see I mean, the way they build it. I understand you want to feel like a VIP. You have a former a rapper who, I mean, well. He was very popular in the 90s. Sure. So you hear his name. I mean, it's stuff yeah. like that. It, it, it does push it a little bit to where people are like, oh, hey, look, you know, Job Rule's got this going on. I want to live like a rapper. I want to fly on a private jet. I want to have a cabana on the ocean. Yeah. And what they got was a trip into coach, basically. It was, <laughs> roach it was, coach. It was a roach <laughs> coach of an airplane with the fire festival written all over the outside of it. And they landed in the Bahamas to... Lord of the Flies, everyone's yes. calling it. They were in FEMA tents. Um, they basically had no food, no water. There was no nothing. Half the luggage was lost. But they had a crap ton of alcohol. So, uh, I mean, that was the saving grace for them. <laughs> I did hear that they said it was getting crazy. And, I mean, partially, I mean, I would be scared because I heard there were people, like, they were sweating out tweets from different, like, people's phones saying all my stuff was stolen, my passport, my money, everything. They're ransacking the tents. They're going through and stealing stuff. The gourmet meal they were pro- promised from a celebrity chef was a basically bag salad that with, was uh, with like what was it like a wheat toast or two pieces of wheat toast and, and a piece of cheese yeah and tomato I mean and there was tomato yeah there was tomato <laughs> so I was kind of like oh okay this is you know and Blink One Eighty Two backed out literally the day that yeah, the first yeah. photo showed up and then it was just a flurry of, of people abandoning it um, yeah the, I, had, I also read that um, a lot of the acts didn't actually get paid. So that's one of the biggest reasons that they all backed out. So, I mean, that's something that has to happen. I mean, Coachella, a lot of people don't know Coachella. I went in 2014. They don't tell you this, but they basically booked the acts the previous May. Oh, wow. So, like, that's what I find is awesome, too. Like, when we went, it was Lord was popular. So that means that they booked her. Before How far in advance huge. before she got infused? So they knew, and they take care of things because they have clauses like Coachella. You can't perform within a certain mile radius for so many months before and after. I mean, they have it all laid out. Yeah, this thing. I don't know how legit it was because the dude that was with Ja Rule, I guess, is known for taking rich kids' money. Oh. He's done scams like this, I guess, in the past with concert venue stuff. 
Well, now it's biting him in the butt because of that class action lawsuit that's come to light. And uh, so yeah. you have that. I figured we had to address it because it's the. I mean, that kind of it kind of is a fear of missing out kind of thing right yeah. there because people are freaking out like, hey, I need to go to this concert. Hey, yeah. I'm a rich kid. I'm gonna drop twelve grand on it right are now. Are you Ellie? Yeah. Not gonna give me your money back though. Exactly. So I mean, they said they're gonna refund everybody, right? They're supposed to refund everybody, but now upon litigation, I wonder what's gonna happen. You know, are they gonna just be like, "Well, we're not gonna give you all our money because you might clean us dry"? I don't know, man. And they weren't even able to get off the island. That was that was the other thing too. They were they were people trying to get off the island. Well, um, I was following this uh, guy named Crispy Shorts on YouTube, and he was actually there along the whole thing. So you can actually see him documenting. From the day, like days prior mm-hmm. through the whole event, and he's going to be comp- uh, doing a compilation of the whole event itself um, in the next few days or anything. So if you guys check that out, Crispy Shorts on YouTube, it's pretty neat. I mean, I, I did hear they said that the reason for the FEMA tent thingy was there, I guess there was a huge storm that yeah. just destroyed everything that was on the beach. Wet and, heads. I, and I'm kind of <laughs> like, you know, you, you should plan better than this. I mean, how many how many people go to the Bahamas for vacation yeah. and these resorts, they have stuff set up to where, hey, look, we put everything out at a certain time. We, we track the hurricanes for months in advance. Yeah. So, I mean, there's got to be like an almanac in order to kind of keep in track of all this. But there's a way to figure it yeah. out. They're trying to, you know, sell it as Pablo Escobar's private island and. Well, and, and and then they're getting a lot of backlash because uh, it was a Kendall Jenner hasn't been having a good month, and oh, she yeah. was associated with it, and so yeah. was that was a Gigi Hadid. Yeah, yeah. There was yeah. a couple of them, or Bella, one of the two, that they're getting destroyed on Twitter because people are like, "Hey, what's going How on? How could you defraud?" Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, if you guys got any opinions on that, or you got any questions for us on that, or anything else in general, hit us up at Facebook.com/slash FOMOcast. FOMOcast. Um, we're going to be trying to field some questions for people there, and. Uh, so that's facebook.com slash FOMOcast. FOMOcast. Um, next, we're going to go into what we've been very excited before. Super excited it's, about these three trailers that we got coming up here. So the, the Kingsman trailer, the first one, that one, I mean, it, it, it kind of made me feel like the first one. I mean, yeah. I was just kind of like, oh, hey, it's, it's back again. Awesome. Yeah. Um, the kid's not much of a dumb kid anymore as he yeah. was in the first one. Exe. He's more of an agent. Yes. Exe. So... Now we have the statesman, as you informed me. Yeah, so I was watching this little, uh, I don't know if it was, I can't remember if it was a commercial or just a clip on YouTube, um, where essentially the statesman is a bourbon uh, drink that is made here in the United States, and it's a real-world product, but it's actually being uh, kind of coincided with a movie, um, and I was reading about it, and what it is is that in the UK they have the Kingsman, and all that they do and then in the United States we have the statesmen and that's why they're all dressed kind of like cowboys and you know which I'm excited because Channing Tatum has been pissing me off because the whole gambit thing so I'm like let's see him in a movie oh yeah some action right exactly I like him in action I want to see him doing some action stuff and he looks like he plays the part pretty well from the trailer yeah I'm also excited because I want to see how they bring the Colin Firth thing in because he was spoiler alert I mean if you haven't watched it you should watch it you should watch it yeah but the spoiler he's shot in the first one and supposedly killed wasn't he shot in the head he was shot in the the head yeah by uh, Samuel Jackson yeah but um, but he he did have a patch in the actual um, trailer which leads me to believe that it could have been some kind of like missed bullet almost like in Fight Club when he tried to kill Tyler Durden spoiler alert if you've never seen Fight Club Uh, (laughs) but you should Uh, but uh, yeah so I'm super jazzed on Kingsman just because I love the first one it was like I felt it was one of those sleeper hits Um, it had a different feel to it where 
you I was ex- I was expecting a James Bond type of film. Yeah. But it felt almost like they took they took almost no, no lie, they took like a, a Austin Powers and made it serious. Yeah. And because it was some some outrageous stuff that we were like, okay, I could see how you know I'm gonna let my idea of everything like with the Fate of the Furious, just let my idea of reality sure. go. I mean, with the chips in their neck for yeah. In that one, I was just kind of like, wait, what? And then it happens. You're like, okay, that was freaking awesome. I don't believe that could ever happen, but that was amazing. Yeah. Or even like the like everybody getting sliced up like a turkey. Yes. With that lady's uh, blade leg. Yes. So yeah, that that may have been ridiculous, but it was cool. And it was one of those movies where you forget everything. You just want to sit there and have fun. And I had fun watching that movie. Yeah, pure entertainment. I made sure that was like one of the first ones I had to watch mm-hmm. because I was like, you know, Colin Firth, he's this prim and proper English guy. And I'm like, well, let's see if he's trying to do the James. No, he wasn't being James Bond. He was being almost like himself, kind of dickish. <laughs> and he had an like attitude. Like a man with a dickish attitude. Exactly. <laughs> so I really liked that one. And then today... Two trailers drop, drop two of them, and sure. it was. I was expecting the Defenders one. Yeah, the, I didn't expect it to be that good though. The Defenders one, I was kind of like, uh, all right. And um, the one thing I did like is I, I, I get this very, very strong feeling that they, they heard people complaining uh-huh. about Jessica Jones, yeah, about Iron, <laughs> Iron Fist, Fist yeah. because Luke Cage is talking crap to him in the trailer. Yeah. He's like, "What do you? What's with the glowing hand?" Yeah, and like he's just like he, he's asking, and he, it's weird because he explains more in that trailer than they did the entire Iron Fist series about what he is. Yeah, so I was kind of like, okay, they're trying to they're trying to bring him into the fold. Yeah, and then I was watching it, and I'm just like, oh wait, this is so cool, and then. Luke Cage being kind of a jokester, yeah. like when he breaks the handcuffs. Oh, that's right. I was like, this is so cool because you're seeing him be like just like a not giving a crap. Yeah. He's being the character from the comic books because he's – to the wall. He, he has no family. He's not no friends. Yeah. And then Jessica Jones seeing her beat up like that in the thing yeah. and then tying her directly in – To the whole – To the Daredevil universe. universe yeah. yeah. Just – that quick, Solidified that kind of gave me a little extra excitement for it because when you looked at it, you're like, oh, hey, look, they're already integrating them that quick in the beginning of the show. Yeah. And they almost made it seem like, um, what's the, they call it a night nurse in the comics, but I can't remember her name in the show. Oh, just Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson. Yeah, 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 her character. I love how her character is in every single universe. But she also <laughs> wants to make sure Luke Cage meets Iron Fist. True, true. So I really like that fact yeah. of it because what they're doing is they didn't do that in the show. And I'm like, why don't they have her cheap, cheap, cheap? I think she's the, the, the conduit for all of them, though, though, which she, is nice about it. She yeah. is. But yeah. what bothered me was I was like, why is she just referring to them as I know this guy? You know what I mean? Like, oh, hey, I know this guy. Like very oh, casually. That's like, Luke Cage, no yeah. doubt. I, the way you're talking about him, that's Luke Cage. Yeah. Why don't you talk about, you know, oh, hey, you know the devil of Hell's Kitchen? Yeah. yeah I know the dude. Yeah. You're seeing a guy with a glowing fist. Yeah. That's, he's Danny Rand. Yeah. And you're not telling anybody else. I'm like, come on, man. Well, you know, I think it also goes back to the whole, like, uh, the allure of a lot of the superheroes that want to keep their identities, you know, silent. So she's probably, like, trying to protect them. From whatever evil that may be lurking out there, now we know that the hand is clearly messing with all of them, which is cool. Um, one of the things that I really liked about each series is that, yeah, they may have been a little bit slow at first to to kind of get to the the meat and potatoes of it all, but the trailer I think goes right into it 
with full on action because yes. we don't have to, you know, sift no through all this backstory exactly. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> I actually really liked Iron Fist. I don't know what it was. It's just something that I like. No, I I, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. Oh, okay. I heard the complaints and I go, yeah, I, I didn't understand. Get the, I didn't get it. The I think yeah. the biggest complaint I heard that was legitimate for me sure. was. They had the awesome fight scenes that were one take for Daredevil. Yeah. That he's going up and down these halls, beating the bikers up in season one. Yeah. They're and very then, similar, yeah. And well, you can see you can see too much acting in the fighting from Iron Fist. Oh, okay, okay. And I do hear the rumor was that they tried forcing it through faster because they wanted to make sure it came out well in advance of the Defenders. Because the Punisher series, I think, is going to actually come out before Defenders. Oh, really? I, I think so, or okay. pretty close. Yeah, because I know that one come, comes out in August. So The dates are tight on both of them. Oh, wow. Like, they're real tight. So I'm like, okay, maybe the Punisher won't have a play in it. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Sure. I love... On to the next one, yeah. Exactly. I love him as the Punisher, perfect character, yeah. everything. The only thing about the Jessica Jones that I didn't like, that people didn't like, was it started off slow, but I think a lot of people don't remember is... The first Iron Man. That's true. That's that first Iron Man movie was so slow, and but that it was, was awesome. Whole, yeah. And it was a whole movie. Yeah. And I think they, people fail to realize you're watching a TV show. It's not regular TV. Their goal isn't to try and get the show to go for seven more years. They're looking to expand yeah. and do these different things because they have Marvels, The Runaways is coming out on TV. You have all these shows. Yeah, and they also, want to tie into everything. <clears throat> I also read about the the X Men show that they're working on too. So yes. I'm actually wondering how that's going to work out, but because the you know I, I did start watching um, the Legion. Legion's awesome. Yeah, so I started watching that. It's, one. Confu- it's a confusing show. It's like its own universe. It um, seems like spoiler alert on it. It's supposedly set in the '60s or something like that. It's yeah. it, the, everything's super modern, so it's almost like when you, uh, if anyone watched the X Men cartoons, yeah. and you had the Sentinels, it was set like in a time before that where it was in the '60s, but everything's like advanced like we have now. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you knew this. This is still spoiling the show, but <laughs> rumor is is that. Um, the main guy that's in the, the show. Yeah. Um, his dad is Professor X. Yes. Yeah, I knew that. So, sure. and so I was like, oh, that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And I didn't know there's a comic that goes over what happened to his son kind of thing, whatever. And then and that also goes back to Logan, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, <laughs> where Professor X has these seizures. Yes. And shows you the strength of his... You know his power now. That's that's what they're saying. That Legion is like one of the most powerful characters in the whole Marvel universe yes. because of that. Because and I think the, the also the rumor is he did not only has the the telekinetic power, he also has something else mixed in with that. Someone of the Jean Grey when she's the Phoenix. Oh, yes, because she because he does move, make everything fly yeah. in, and it, that demon that was inside him that possessed him, whatever that guy is named, the bad guy. Yeah, he basically brings out the extra powers in him, so that works out. You know, pretty good. Yeah. But with this trailer, I the only reason why I'm so excited though is because when they shows them working together, I don't know if they're gonna have them like in twos and pairs yeah. or whatever. And then Jessica Jones will be like, "Do what?" Yeah. Like you see Luke Cage and go, "I know that guy. I, I, know <laughs> I broke his bed. <laughs> I broke his bed. I know him very well." Yeah. So there's that, but also the there's a rumor that somebody else is coming into the, the show. Oh. So, like, this is not spoiling anything. Um, well, it kind of is. If you haven't watched the second season of Daredevil, um, the character of Elektra does come into it. Oh, that's right. And she does. Right towards the end. Yeah. She does play a more traditional character. Um, if you've watched the trailer, it kind of spoils it already because she's in a coffin, basically. Yeah. That's the one that we saw from the hand. 
which it had who was in it before somebody else was in it before that was killed that was supposed to be like the second coming of you know whatever it was so yeah i forgot the guy's name but also stick was in there too which is the thought yes that was really and cool. stick is the one telling them they need to get their stuff together yeah. and they need to work together because they're all on the same side sure. which i love yes and the other thing i love about it is if they bring her in the bad role, this could redeem the bad portrayal of Electra that Jennifer Garner did. Yes. <laughs> because she technically was a bad person. True. And they turned her good through Daredevil. It was like, it was too campy. So, yeah. I honestly feel like she's going to live through the whole thing. Yeah. And then something's going to happen to where she doesn't Just fall snaps. for Daredevil. Yeah. And she's going to come back season two. Yeah. Because so. I feel already the Daredevil TV show is redeemed to the Affleck oh, debacle. So. A hundred times over. <laughs> and times I love over. that. And Amazing. especially my favorite part of that trailer is when he has a scarf around his head. Oh, that's right. And he's like, she goes, you look ridiculous. And she, he goes, that's, it's your scarf. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so in the last trailer, Oh, man. This one actually caught me off left field. So it was the Dark Tower. I was like, okay, cool. Idris Elba, love the guy. Excellent. Voice work, acting, etc. The guy I want to play the next Bond. Yeah, yeah. So he's awesome. And then I saw McConaughey. And I was like, all right, all right, all right. This, so. it, it, this I literally woke up and I go, wait, what? Because I heard about, like, the Death Note trailer came out of nowhere. All these trailers are just popping out of nowhere. Yeah. Defenders was kind of more expected because... We've already seen they finished filming, and they were putting posters up of, um, I think they had them against the back of a truck or something like that. Mm -hmm. This one, I don't know the story about Dark Tower. Me either. I don't know any of the backstory of it. That's what I think is exciting about it. Now I will want to – I'll probably start getting into it start reading about what it is. But it's supposed to to be like Stephen King's like, you know, best piece ever. And the thing I like about it too is is this is one of those trailers where they're not hearing a voiceover that's telling you – well, this is a story about so-and-so. They're doing this. No, he's literally like, hey, Matthew McConaughey wants to destroy the tower. Yeah. And the kid's like, why? And he yeah. goes, is he the devil? And he goes, he's worse than the devil. And that's all you know. Like, you don't know what the tower is. You don't know what it does. Yeah. You just know Matthew McConaughey is worse than the devil, and he wants to destroy it. Yeah, he's the equivalent of Miracle Whip in this. <laughs> <laughs> I like Miracle Whip. You know. I do not. It's just the devil. <laughs> so. so the gun work. Just watching oh the very end sequence so sick. is, yeah. I, I mean, just... It kind of reminded me of, have you ever seen um, um, that movie with, uh, it was with Christian Bale, and it was almost like around the same time as The Matrix, it was called, um, dang it, okay, we'll get back to that, but what it is, it's, what I'm, what I'm referring to in the trailer, there's a lot of, like, he was saying gunplay where uh, he was reloading, like, mid-air. mid-air. Yeah. That, so, that was insane. Yeah. And there was this, there, that, that movie, I'll get back to it when I figure it out. If I don't, then I'll post it on our FOMOcast Facebook. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was really, really neat just watching that that in the trailer because it's, it's just so slick. And him explaining, that's the, the thing is, he was explaining how he fires a gun. Yeah. And, and just hearing like, him talk it about heart. it. Exactly. Yeah. Closing his eyes, firing the gun. Hitting, in the trailer, hitting a dude in the head. Like from miles away. Shooting like. <laughs> a dude in the head on a trailer. You got my vote. Yeah. I'm going to want to watch your show. Yeah. And uh, what is, is it coming on Netflix? What's it coming on? No, no, on? it's actually, it's going to be out in theater. Oh, it's a movie? Yeah, yeah, it's straight up. Oh, dude, I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, is this a Netflix thing? I go. <laughs> they, I know because they've been doing so much excellent I was like, work. Yeah, I was like, this, this is, this is, but so I saw that and I was just like, this is going to be so awesome. And people some people we talked before we came on about how some people don't like matthew mcconaughey yeah. and i'm like look if he can pull this off i think he makes an excellent bad guy 
yeah. And I'm really excited to see him play a bad guy in this because it's a concept. We it, it's almost like every every Disney wannabe show where they take a fairy tale character and they put him in the real world. Well, then now you have this book that's in some dark land, yeah. and this kid knows all about it. And nobody believes him, too. That's what the, the crazy You're part a gunslinger. Is. Yeah. And he goes, There's, they don't exist anymore. And I'm yeah. like, oh, this, so this is like some kid's fantasy come true. I go, I'm like, I'm like trying to figure out, I'm like, is this, is this, is this like last action here? Like we talked about last time. Oh, yeah. I go, is this, is, is this kid? Breaking like the fourth wall. Yeah. I go, so I don't know what it truly is. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this so much. Like I said, I love Idris Alba. Um, I really need to watch the Beast of No Nation. I think he's in. That was actually really good. It he's was... in. A, he's in so many different shows that I'm just kind of like, this guy needs to be in more stuff. And then his accent when he does um like he talks his true accent. Yeah, it's impressive. He's he sounds way more bad than yeah. than he does with his English accent. Well, his English accent is pretty good for yeah. the most part. So any more questions or concerns on this section, you can always, like I said, reach out to us at Facebook.com slash FOMOcast. And please, if you remember that Christian Bale movie. Uh, Machinist? Rem- no, dude. It okay. was, it was, it was like I said, it was uh, very similar to The Matrix as far as like action-wise. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to look that up afterwards yeah. and figure and, that and out. And if I find it before, I will post it on there too. So, <laughs> so next, this one, you, you messaged me like two days after we recorded the last one. Asking me what I thought about Injustice 2, the clip of the Joker. Now, yes. for those of you who don't know, Injustice 2 is the sequel to the first Injustice. It's a fighting game. Similar to like a Mortal Kombat. It's very similar. Like it, has, DC. it has DC characters. And usually what they do is when they release the game, um, before they do it, they'll, they'll slowly unveil every character and they'll show you their finishing move and their different moves they do. Yeah. Um, the trouble they had with this one was at the end of the first game, the Joker is killed. Okay. So it's kind of like a, a, the boss battles. Like a reprisal. But it has cutscenes and everything. It's, it's a really, it's an excellent game. I love the game. Okay. So they had to come up with a new Joker character. Okay. And I think from watching it, to me personally, I haven't talked to you about this yet. This is live. Okay. It felt like they took a mix of Jared Leto's Joker ah, with, ah, yeah, ah, with ah, Heath Ledger's Joker. So I love the fact that they took to that. Some people love, but some people won. Some, they don't, they don't, not everyone loves everything about both characters. Sure. But I, actually, I absolutely love Heath Ledger's character. He's fantastic. Freaking awesome. Jared Leto to me too, though. It was good. And I don't know what they're going to reveal in the next Batman movie. Like, is he uh, Jason Todd? Is, yeah. is he the is he Robin that was hurt or killed? Yeah. And if you watch this game, that's what it makes me feel like. Okay, so they're kind of setting it up. You think like because because pre- the, the Batman universe basically when Joker gets Joker gets killed or whatever, he kidnaps you know Jason Todd, mm-hmm. which was the Robin, hmm. and he basically takes him back and he tortures him, does whatever, and he comes back and he is. The new Joker. Okay. So basically, there's some sort of setup where his brain, he thinks he is the Joker. Oh, so so it's like, a, almost like a Stockholm Syndrome exactly, kind exactly. of Exactly. But thing. The, the way the character looks, he looks fantastic. There's not tattoos everywhere, which I prefer that. Sure. Because the tattoos, for me personally, were just kind of overdoing it. Over the top, yeah. It was, you know, they like straight up stole the look of one of the guys from Day uh, Inward. Huh? Seems like the, that that rep group Diane Ward. Oh no! Yeah, um, 
one of the one of the gals in that group was in that movie Chappie. I think okay. they were both in that movie. Actually. Okay, yeah. But um, yeah, that, I know that that was they had similar the, tattoos and stuff. They stole his look. Oh, <laughs> so that kind of sucks. I mean, did that guy come out and say anything yeah, about it? He did. Okay, yeah. so that that makes sense. So they changed him up a little bit, but he has that slicked hair back look, and he has the drawn on face. So that draws me more towards the thing. And yeah. what people don't know is with this game itself, a lot of times what they do is they do have a full on story. You're just fighting, but they have a story behind it. Oh, that's kind of neat. So, so it has I, like a real assume, like narrative to the whole yes. thing. Okay, so cool. I assume what's going to probably happen is you're going to play through it and you're going to find out who the Joker is now. Because the Joker is dead in the first one kind yeah. of thing. So the next one, okay. as soon as they announced they were canceling out the NES Nintendo Mini. Mini. And they announced the Switch. The Switch was released what a month ago now seems like it. yeah yeah and then all of a sudden they have hey look here's the 2ds xl and i was like and it was no, no hype it was yeah. just it was just eight we're selling it. it yeah there we go is. i'm it's like, coming <laughs> so um i've played a couple times my cousins all have them and yeah. they you know they have the dual screen um i never understood why you needed the 3ds i well, don't know this one's supposed to be like huge though like the screen is like almost i don't know the specifications but i think it's almost like a seven inch display but it could be less but it's it's bigger yeah because I, I remember they were small tiny like they were like two game boy screens oh, okay. and then now like now 2.5 probably they were small they're getting yeah. bigger and bigger yeah and i think the reason why is more of these games are coming out with are designed to play on multiple screens oh, okay so while you're because one of the games my cousin played you're playing the screen on your hand and when you look at the top screen it would show something else and it would switch screens and all of a sudden you had to play some mini game on the bottom yeah. really cool for kids yeah keeps well, them occupied i'll tell you it's even cool for adults i, I just got to play the switch and oh. <laughs> a friend of mine oh, has man. mario kart uh, actually my best friend martin what up anyhow <laughs> <laughs> he uh he actually brought it to work and we were playing the mario kart 8 freaking phenomenal game um, and then we have one of our other coworkers who has a switch as well. Mm -hmm. So how, how it works is you can actually create like a room and that one can pair up immediately. And then you can have up to four, even I think, yeah, up to like four different people playing all at the same time. Oh, wow. So that was like blew my mind, made me want to get one. But, you know, I'm not really much of a gamer, but it was super impressive, amazing graphics. Super fun gameplay. Yeah, the only downside they said, I think that the reason why they released the the 2DS XL right now was mm -hmm. because there's a lot of um, negative response to the fact that there's a limited access to games because there's there's only so many games they have. Yeah, and then there's as little lag when you disconnect it from the TV. Oh, okay. So when you have it in the dock, it plays faster, which is understandable, though it's a mobile game. Yeah, I think it's a limitation of technology currently. That's exactly. That's the only thing. Yeah. But one thing I do like about the Nintendo handheld systems is I grew up playing Wario. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I loved Wario so much. Wario and Kirby, oh, man. Playing those all day long, all, all the time. Yeah, that became life. <laughs> exactly. So with this new 2DS XL, I'm just hoping they, you know... They, they stick to the, what they're doing. What's, what they're good at. And I think that's why people people think – they always – people don't realize they may put out a gaming system that seems like it's subpar. So like a, a console. Yeah. But it's super but advanced. It's super advanced. Yeah. And what they do is they're not trying to be like PlayStation 4, which I have PlayStation 4, or yeah. Xbox, who – when Xbox put out the 360, it wasn't ready. Yeah. And they had the Red Ring of Death and all those problems. So yeah. what Nintendo does is they put out a system that's going to be good for five to seven years yeah. instead of having to put a new one out every three. Sure. So they already joked that they're working on the next one because they have to. <laughs> but this new 2DS XL, you know, let's hope for the best. Yeah. 
What made me mad is they discontinued that NES Classic, and now they announced they're coming out with the SNES Classic. Mini. So... That's going to be sick. If they have Yoshi's World, oh my god. That was the best game ever. I think yeah. that's the only game my friends had was Yoshi's World. Just slapping people and eating apples. That's that, that's, that's my motto. I mean, I can hear, I can still hear the music playing in my head right now. I, I hear it too. And it's it's one of those games, you know, the only thing I don't like is is that I feel like they kind of misled people. I know people that really wanted that mini. Yeah. And the, the NES Classic. And they were just kind of like, well, I can just get a, any kind of emulator. Because they sell my Bed Bath & Beyond that has all the games on it. Dude, I have an emulator on my phone. <laughs> exactly. So I think it's more nostalgia. I have an original Nintendo in my, my back room. I have original. original. It still works. We played it not too long ago. And I think the nostalgia of it is yeah. what's selling it. Sure. And I get the feeling Nintendo is kind of duping people by purposely selling it short. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know what their end game is. It seems like. It's, okay, it's the. I think it's the FOMO, dude. It's the FOMO. It's the FOMO. Yeah, yeah. you know, you're like, oh, I gotta get it. So, I mean, so should we should we, should we start investing in Nintendo 64s now? Is that what I think that's gonna happen, yeah. we're gonna have to start buying that stuff mm-hmm. up to, to do that? Yeah, and you're gonna also have to invest in one of those uh, tools that they use to strengthen your lungs, so that way you can blow <laughs> up the dust and make it work. <laughs> well, if you guys have any comments about that, I I love Nintendo. I'm always gonna be a diehard Nintendo person. I don't have any of the modern consoles, but you know whatever but if you do have a comment or if you have any questions about anything that we talked about so far go to facebook.com slash fomocast should have a twitter up pretty soon we do have an instagram which is underscore fomocast underscore and um if you want you can plug your what's your instagram uh mine is at nano rules n-a-n-o-r-u-l-z Oh, that's so edgy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and then mine is uh, Ravager underscore Chris, R-A-V-A-G-E-R underscore, and Chris, you should be able to spell that, C-H-R-I-S. Dude, that's so edgy. <laughs> uh, I'll go into my the name behind it, maybe in a future podcast, we'll go over why I have that name. Oh, yeah. But right now, we're going to go to our final part, which is final talking about section. the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 that's coming out. Life is a highway! So, <laughs> they've... They've had amazing reviews. Uh, I know. I'm super jealous. And super they're, even, they're even trying to put out bad articles like saying, oh, you know, Dave Bautista didn't like the first, didn't like the first yeah, script. I did see that. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? What does Dave Bautista know? Mm-hmm. And I, apparently he's amazing to work with. He's a great actor. I've been mm-hmm. watching all the little mini clips. Him and Chris Pratt have been doing like a, them painting together yeah. and doing stuff. And Chris Pratt following his videos. Have you seen his healthy eating videos? Yeah. Oh, my What's God. What's my snack? Yeah. <laughs> and dude, when I watched that video, I went to Instagram. Yeah. There's like 700 different what's my snack oh, handles. Know. You know, but that bothers me because it's like let the dude do his thing. Not like don't try to replicate it. And um, you know, that, I'm sure that's well, no. He of- said to do it. Oh, he did. In one of the videos, he said, oh, hey, hashtag I what's my so snack. He goes hashtag what's my snack. He goes, oh, you guys better go get that on Instagram. And so he he knows what he's doing. Okay, he's smart about that. So. The big thing about it is I love Guardians of the Galaxy. I love my favorite character is Yondu, who's the Michael Rooker character, the blue dude, dude with the, the mohawk. I love they put the mohawk back. Mm-hmm. And they have a backstory as to why he didn't have it before. Was it was it a Chia Pet story? No, I, okay. I haven't read it. That, that would be hilarious. Or the you know the cartoon you put in your thumb yeah, in your yeah. mouth and blowing really hard and have your hip yeah, yeah, pump like, up or like even, it's Play-Doh. Uh, yeah, yeah I was say, even the Play-Doh, you just like slide it down and then Yondu comes up. 
Um, but uh, I guess they gave Michael Rooker a whole story. So when he people ask, okay. he has a whole thing to tell them. I haven't read any of it yet. Yeah. That's my next thing I want to do is go into it. Me too. Um, I'm, I'm trying not to read as much of it because they're, they're already saying, yeah, it's going to be better than the first. Mm-hmm. The first one's friggin' amazing, first off. But, you know, if, if it is, I want to know why. And, you know, that's just one of those things. And that's the thing for me. Like we talked about last time, Zoe Saldana screwed up everything and announced the thing. And oh, then yeah. um, the one thing I do like is is the guys behind it. Because it's uh, – who's behind the Guardians of the Galaxy? Is it Gunn? Oh, yeah, the James Gunn. James Gunn's yeah. behind it. And he even said this – the, the, this is the best thing I've ever heard. If this was a Star Wars movie, people would be up in arms. But they're not because they're two comic book fans. Yeah. He said this is – the the iteration of what the guardians are now won't always be that way uh, like it is in the comics cuz in the comics the, it changes star lord yeah. leaves to go with his dad and do whatever and then rocket takes over okay so they have different things changing and all the different like the the crew is always changing and stuff like that now the big thing they're saying is well is uh zoe zodana's character of gamora gonna hook up with iron man because they do in the comics i guess they have a kid together or something (laughs) there's so many different stories um gamora man exactly (laughs) um so I, i mean i've been avoiding it ever since um I love Batista's character because um, Drax in the comics doesn't have he, – he's almost like a guy with, person with Asperger's. Oh, he has right. no yeah. filter and he doesn't understand sarcasm or anything like that. Yeah. So some of the things like when they're talking in the previews, I do like it. But I, I just hope they didn't spoil Overdo too it. many of the yeah. good stuff because you can't have him being that guy too often yeah. because people don't know. In the comic books – his family was murdered by Thanos. So his main goal, he does not give a crap about the Guardians. Yeah. He wants to murder Thanos. That's his only thing he wants to do. Well, I saw you saw him going after um, the, the, the first villain. Uh, what was his character name? I po- totally forgot. Just left my brain. Uh, something the Destroyer. <laughs> no, he was Drax oh, no, the no, Destroyer. No, no, he is Drax the Destroyer. He's Drax the Destroyer. The other – okay. The, the guy – yeah, in the first one, mm-hmm. uh, he he went after him because he's like, "Well, you're associated with Thanos." So. Yes, yes. And then he's like, "You killed my family," and he, he's actually they put it to where he's the one that killed his family. Stating, "Remember that?" I don't know. Yes, but you said that was different in the comics. Then in the comics, well, the thing is, he blames Thanos. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so Thanos is behind everything because I believe Drax the Destroyer in the comics starts out as human. Hmm. And it's some, kind of like a mutation or something. He's like a he's. It's a mutation that happened from something to do with Thanos. One of those things. There's so many different backstories sure. they have, but I don't hope. I hope they don't make him too comedic because then you have him and Rocket yeah, being comedic, being, and you have Baby Groot now. Oh my god! Which people don't know in the in the comics. Like they make sure to say. I I, wa- I read one. Um, I've been getting all the first issues of the new Guardians that come out. Okay. And there's a depressing one where they, like, tell you what happened to, like, Groot's home planet about how this fire monster came and burned them all. Oh, wow. And and how Rocket tells you, hey, look, you know, no matter what happens to Groot, even if he's under the smallest splinter, he'll regenerate. So I think it's it's still the same Groot. Yeah. But he has to relearn everything as he gets Dang. bigger. So I hope for that. And I love his little jacket. It's yeah. the coolest thing ever. Because <laughs> he's, like, he even though he rides on Rocket, he's, like, Star-Lord little dude. Yeah. I, I made sure I don't know what Sylvester Stallone's character is in this. Yeah. I don't want to find out until I go to the movie on Friday. I don't care. I just want to see it because they said it's amazing. The The rumor is he is a Ravager. I'm okay with that. Oh, okay. Which that's Yondu's crew. Yeah. Which they're basically space pirates. 
So I'm like, okay, if he's one of them and he's not a main character, that's fine. That. Yeah. And uh, Kurt Russell, obviously, people people already know he's he's Star Lord's dad. Star Lord's dad. And I think that's the coolest thing ever because a lot of times in these in the, in the Guardians kind of universe, or even in the Avengers, they they try and bring the team back together in these random environments and they just throw them out there. Yeah. So all of a sudden, like, um, uh, I'm not gonna lie, I love Captain America: Civil War. That was amazing. Amazing. But what happened? What, what they're not explaining anything. Nothing's there's, it's all there's of a, no real setup. All of yeah. a sudden, they're just they show Bucky in yeah. the situation with uh, uh, Stark's parents, and then all of a sudden they're in a different country. Yeah. So I'm like, what's going on with this one? You know, they end the movie with Yondu saying, "I'm so glad we didn't kill him like his dad wanted us to, or that we didn't take him to his dad." Thus leading us to believe that Kurt Russell's a dirtbag. Exactly, right. and I, I believe in the comics he is actually. Like a he's like a Han Solo type character, okay. and he's friends with the Ravagers, and that's the other thing too is so maybe he was like paying paying a debt by giving them the boy, and that, that's the one thing I, I I like too is because like they even they recognize Rocket because yeah. Rocket in the comics was a Ravager at one time too, oh, cool. but they got pissed at him because he took a bounty and without ah, was, you know yeah. whole little thing this whole thing so I am hoping they just kind of throw you back out there. Um, all the previews have been great so far. Yeah. Um, Chris Pratt, I think he's an amazing actor, and I love the way he's embraced the character. Um, and I just this franchise, I just I think it's going to go so far. But they already said, I think they they already have a third one. Yeah, they're they the third in the one. Yeah, and they're going to go to filming it. I think next year mm-hmm. because Chris Pratt's doing Jurassic World, the sequel, which just added is Jeff. Be friggin awesome. Just yeah. added yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. So I'm freaking out about that. <laughs> he's also in Thor Ragnarok, which we're all excited about too. <laughs> which I'm actually more excited about Thor Ragnarok than I've been about any other Thor movie because. The, how he jokes with, with the Hulk in yeah. the trailer. Hey, I know that guy. I'm like, yeah. oh, my gosh. That's how I would be if I yeah. were in the same situation. Just like uh, fanny fangirling out. But I also learned yeah. what Ragnarok means. Okay, what does that mean? Basically, Ragnarok is like their heaven. Oh. So I watched that show Vikings. My friends said, hey, you need to watch Vikings. So I started watching it. Sure. And they were telling this Catholic priest that they kidnap where he's a monk. And he's like, well, what's Ragnarok? And he goes, it's the place where the gods live, and that's where you go to live with the gods once you pass on. Oh, wow. So, so it's like an afterlife almost. Exactly. So oh. that's what Ragnarok is. Now, I don't know if they're going to do the same thing. Sure. It or it like could a be a place there. Yeah. Um, so it's you know it's one of those things. Uh, if any of you guys watch the movie this weekend, you know, post on our page yeah, what you please. think about we it. We want to know your opinions. Also, um, let's – let's if you, if you are going to comment on there and do watch it, let's talk about the five – Five post-credit scenes. Five post-credit five scenes. Five freaking post I'm so excited about that because I love every there single one There literally is so many. They yeah. told people ahead of time, yeah. you need to make sure you stay because yeah. there's five post-credit scenes. Yeah. And what I'm thinking they're going to be involving is obviously Thor Ragnarok. Sure. And I think they're going to have... Infinity War, maybe. Infinity War. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping they have a Spider-Man one in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Spider-Man that one's coming. out around the corner, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think they might do a Doctor Strange one mixed into there. Because, that makes sense. Because yeah. uh, if you don't – uh, Thor the, as well too. In the, the Thor, yeah. He's yeah. friends with Thor. So yeah. he's kind of the homie with Thor. And he was actually – he had a post-credit scene in, in Thor's last movie, right? In, no, in Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Doctor yeah, Strange. Doctor Strange. He had a th- post-credit scene. With Thor. And they do yeah. a mini where they're roommates. Yeah. So it's <laughs> – and it's really uh, Helmsworth and uh, 
Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. They're legitimately – they're playing the characters <laughs> in like a mini. Yeah. So you have that. Yeah. And so I don't know what the fifth one could be. I'm trying to think uh, – oh, Black Panther. I didn't even think about that. Oh, got Black Panther too. So – but Black Panther coming out as well. And then I guess apparently they don't have a stage four – for all these movies, no, that's that's all up in the air right now. Is I think we talked about it last. We last talked about show. it a little bit, and I'm worried the reason why they're doing it too is because so people don't know the reason why Spider-Man has to restart every single time that it's he does this. Sony sh- botched it up. Sony made the be- big mistake, and in the contracts that anyone does, whenever you they sign this ridiculous contract that if a new studio takes over making it, they have to start with the origin story. Yeah, I have no idea. If Stan Lee was a part of that. If it was his idea, I have no idea. I'm sure, some clause just to to kind of differentiate the the different franchises. You know, apparently so. Yeah. I mean, I wish they would do like the Batman because I mean the the new Batman with Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if he stays being Batman. He's an older guy now. He's well, aged. He, but he's based off of Frank Miller's version of Batman. Which I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. The problem like- is with the with the, with the Spider-Mans, it's always the same dude. Yeah. It's always the same. It's the origin story. Like they were joking. They go, if I see Uncle Ben die one more time, <laughs> I'm going to lose it. They did make a joke, though, saying, That's hey, look. Rice? <laughs> <laughs> they made the joke about how he gets younger. They get younger and younger. And That's they're true. like, so because uh, Marissa, Marissa Tomei is uh, – his aunt. Yeah, his aunt. And, and so I'm like, well, I wonder who's going to be his uncle in this one because mm-hmm. I can't remember who was the last one. So, you know. I think his uh, his his Uncle Ben's going to be played by, um, uh, what's his name? the Freddie Highmore. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Really? <laughs> I'm just making I'm that a, up. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm excited to see. Because he's super young. I'm excited to see Hannibal Burris in it. Oh. Hannibal yeah. Burris is in he's it. He's hilarious. He's going to be funny. But, yeah, if you guys have any questions, comments, um, if you do see the movie, don't post too many spoilers on the page because Please. some people it does take, you know, a couple weeks. Years. Um, next year, we'll, next week, we'll probably do a review of it and see how, you know, we both felt about it, especially when we're going to be going in these nice uh, seats. Reclining. Um, I'm going to go to the Luxury Plus. I'm going to go to Regal, Regal with the Reclining and Reserve. So, I mean, it's cool. It's, it's, it's nice. It's like, you know, it's like when you, you got re- Target and I got Walmart. Oh, <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. Maybe I got the reserve seats too. I know that's what I'm saying. You got Target. Oh, so yeah, you got the more luxury. But Regal has the reserve too. I know. I'm just saying, like oh. overall, like because the seats are smaller, but they're they're cool. I they're like nice. It. I like, and it. you can have beer and stuff in there too, and yeah. they have food. Yes. so that's a very that's good, good way to watch a movie. I won't be doing that because I want to focus as much as I can. Me too. To try and remember, I don't want to go any pee breaks because it's two hours and some plus. It could be two twenty after the five post credits. Five post credits, <laughs> especially because they usually do a decent amount of credits in between each post credit scene. Yeah. So, so yeah, go to uh, facebook.com slash fomocast. Let us know what you think, and um, what we'll do is is if you guys have any questions or topics you want us to talk about too, anything that pops up during the week, we can even do a listener request section and yeah that'd be pretty neat i think and then we'll work on i know we had one comment about spoilers but uh if you're complaining about 13 reasons why spoilers you're you're not gonna watch it you're not gonna watch it you're never gonna watch it so you know so just watch it just watch it (laughs) and then um yeah so uh we'll be seeing you guys next week i'm chris i'm arnaldo i will miss you guys until next week and this is the fellow cast